and welcome into Mustache, a drinking podcast. We had a little bit of a break this past week, so we apologize for that, but we are back, and this is a very special episode. It is going to be a holiday drinks episode. I believe we're going to release this. This is being dropped on Christmas Eve, so uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone listening. Uh, it's been a crazy year for the start of this podcast. We've missed episodes. Good thing we're not getting paid for this, Quinn, because uh, we're a little bit. It's it's nice to be loose sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's nice not to have you know requirements set for us. I guess that would probably make our content a lot easier to make. (laughs) (laughs) Double-edged sword of, I wish we were getting paid for this, and uh, also there's no requirements, so we can kind of do whatever we want. And uh, if we miss a week, we miss a week. If a guest doesn't show up, if a guest gets sick, like which what happened, uh, it doesn't matter. Because shit happens, and we don't have to record if we really don't want to. Great way to keep <laughs> listeners, I'm telling you. Great way. <laughs> hey, oh, they come here, and they know they're going to get consistency in an inconsistent way, and that's <laughs> what we provide. About every month and a half, you might not get an episode. I'm really hoping in the future I'll release like a little five-minute thing that says, hey, uh, we're not recording this week. <laughs> We just need to uh, check this out. Hope. <laughs> See how many we can Ope make. Dash one. Ope dash two. <laughs> Why oh. does your podcast just have twenty episodes randomly in a series called Opes, and they're all about two minutes long? Well, you see, shit happens. <laughs> if you put them together, you get a secret hidden episode. But you have to scavenge it. It's going to give you a code. You're going to put into a website and it's going to tell you the website. <laughs> and it's going to give you it out for yourself. And it's going to give you Quinn's address. And there, he gives you a whole barrel of mead. I promise that, you this is real. Yep. And at the bottom of the barrel of mead is a treasure map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Quinn, uh, what are you doing for the holidays? Just uh, staying in, staying safe? Yep. Yeah, uh, we're going to be uh, zooming in with my family and uh, my wife's family. Um, I'm making lasagna. Got her grandmother's recipe. Um, Yeah. Chill Christmas. How about yourself? I like it. Well, just like Thanksgiving, my very small family, just my mom, my sister, and I all got tested again so that we would know that we were negative and we were so we're seeing each other this Chris this Christmas just like Thanksgiving and uh, you know we don't do much else but sit at home <laughs> and then go to work and then get tested for the holidays so we can see each other and then go back home to our individual houses <laughs> Quinn do you well, your family when you were growing up did you do presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas so we did presents with the fam, like family presents on Christmas Eve, and we did stockings and presents from Santa on Christmas morning. We were the same way, and I find it very odd when people aren't that way. I, yup. My wife and I recently had this conversation about like the way we want to do 
Christmas traditions going forward. And she was like, we're not opening presents on Christmas Eve. And I was like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't stand for that. We open presents on Christmas Eve with the family and then Santa comes and the stockings and Santa presents are the next morning. That is how that works. I 100% agree. Yep. Which I mean, of course, things change if you have, you know, big family, you're seeing multiple people, but yeah. Oh yeah. Multiple Christmases is a totally different story. Right. Totally different story. Especially when two families have to come together, like in your case, kind of, I guess, you know, Zoom, Zoom makes it a little easier because you don't have to fly across the country to see to see part of your family. <laughs> <laughs> well, having Christmas in the morning on Christmas Eve with my family, and then we get on a plane at noon and we fly out to see your family and then we stay there for the day. And then at midnight, we fly back so we can be back in the morning. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> And then after that, we fly back so we can make it there for Christmas dinner. <laughs> and then we sleep for eight months. Which you're cooking, right? So you have to be there. to You have to fly out, then cook it, too. You can't, oh, you can't just show we're up. We're flying out. Uh, uh, Kayla's grandmother is definitely cooking, and it's going to be delicious. Is she a great cook? Oh, she's really good. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Especially you said you got the family recipe. Those are probably great. My grandma had a family recipe for lasagna and I'm not a huge lasagna fan, but I always had a piece every year. I, I have a leather bound like recipe book that I, I keep those recipes in recipes from my great grandparents and my grandparents and my parents. Um, yeah. Recipes are a big thing to me. Quinn, did your family pass down any alcoholic recipes? Um, Other than the Kahlua, maybe? Was that a family recipe? Well, that was my grandmother and her best friend who may or may not have been blind at the time. I don't know if her, her friend had gone blind later in her life and they, they still did their Saturday night craft nights. Um, so I don't know if that was around at the time or not. Um, but no, I guess no real drink recipes got passed down. Uh, my parents taught me how to make a Negroni, a gin and tonic. Um, perfect brandy Manhattan, which the recipe will always escape me when I have to make it. <laughs> always. Um, you know, I guess we didn't really, it's not too many. Okay. Okay. I mean, I didn't, I, I, I just thought maybe your family would because you, because of the clue of conversation we had had in a previous episode and, you know, your family has been big on recipes overall. Um, but I have, I, I haven't, I was, I was really hoping that you would say yes. <laughs> My family is really big on not writing down a recipe ever. Um, <laughs> and then hoping someone remembers it well, and then, then forgetting kind again. of doing the same thing again. And then sitting around the table and going, all right, what can we do better next time? Which the first time I had dinner with my wife, uh, and I was like, okay, what would you change? What don't you like about this? And it's like, it tastes good. It's like, yeah, but like, what could I do to make it better? I don't know. <laughs> Are, nothing. It has enough salt, too much salt, too little salt. I need feedback, damn it. <laughs> and then uh, for a while, she was always like, well, when I cook, you, you judge me. It's like, no, I swear to God, I'm not. This is just how my family is. Eat. This is just how my family is. Please keep cooking for me. <laughs> like your food. It's good. 
All right, Quinn, uh, I'm not drinking anything today. I don't know if you are. Uh, well, I was. I have. There's one sip left. Okay. What were you? What are you drinking tonight? Uh, the prickly pear infused uh, gin that I made. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Is it continue to get better? As Did you leave it in the um, the barrel? So I, I took the prickly pears out after I did a much longer infusion than I normally would. Uh, it was about a month that they infused. So it got kind of syrupy and is pretty good. Uh, I actually have some bottled up for you, which will be received at some point for you to try. Ooh, um, yeah, I like that. Um, how much it, sorry Quinn, how much did you make? I made maybe 750 mils. Maybe oh, so probably more small. like 50 mils. Yeah, I used um I had two bottles that like stack on top of each other and formed this height of like a normal-ish bottle, still kind of short. Uh I'm fairly certain it's meant for vinegar and oil. Um but okay. I decided instead it's meant for alcohol. As everything is. Yes. And uh, it works pretty well. I will say I like the infused gin a lot more than I like the infused vodka. Is that have anything to do with your love of gin and not love of vodka? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> it might be because the gin, I think there's something more to it other than just the prickly pear. Um, it kind it it is really good in a gin and tonic, and I made a Negroni with it. And Ooh. holy shit, whole new world of opportunities. That's right. That was a couple weeks ago. I remember. I remember you talking about that. That sounds like a. It just some sounds like it would add a bit of flavor to that dry. <laughs> oh yeah, it. I'm a believer that a Negroni needs to be made with two oranges or two orange slices. One squeezed in and one just floating in it, at least, if not both squeezed in, because it needs that little extra kick of sweetness, um, as opposed to garnish with an orange and just rely on the sweet vermouth to sweeten it. I think you need that little bit kick more. Um, and I didn't have orange when I made this. And normally, I, I, I miss it. it. It is not the same drink, and I don't enjoy it as much. I made this one and I went, oh, that's really good. I might make a second Ooh. before my first was done. <laughs> that's always the best when you're like, damn, I got to have another one now. This is too good. Right. It. I'm going to send you the ingredients to make a Negroni uh, so you can make one with that. And I think you're going to be impressed Oh, I feel like I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> I, I feel like you're not going to enjoy it that much. You won't okay. despise it. Okay. All right. And that That's, will be progress. This is this is good progress because right now I am downright not a Negroni fan at all. <laughs> yep. It'll be baby steps towards acceptability. Yes. Yes. Negroni is not one of our Christmas drinks today, but Quinn, we're going to go oh. through a list of a couple of them here. And always had my family on Christmas. Interesting. Interesting. What what else did you always uh what else is a staple of your Christmas drinks? Holiday drinks. Uh, I mean, we both celebrate Christmas, but 
you'd probably see like scotch and soda, a Negroni, maybe a perfect brandy Manhattan, uh, hot cocoa with uh, probably Jameson, Bailey's or Kahlua. Um, if we have hard cider, hard cider and brandy or, or sorry, if we have apple cider, um, apple cider and brandy is delicious together. Apple cider and cinnamon tequila. Sounds like something that should be one of the worst things you have ever tasted and is yet amazing. Um, I don't know why, but I much prefer it to like cinnamon whiskey. Uh, I will not drink it by itself. Let's just get that out of the like Jose Cuervo cinnamon tequila is not a I'm going to have it by itself drink, but it is a I will put you in some hot apple cider. And be so very content. Cinnamon tequila. Can you taste the tequila through in the drink? Barely. So it's but the same it, thing as putting cinnamon whiskey in. Yeah, but it tastes better than... I really just hate cinnamon whiskey <laughs> and fireball. So I think, maybe that's, that's why. But I think everyone does. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. So many people love it. Oh, even if they and do, I they don't. People like. who are like, oh, let's take shots of fireball yeah that's the answer and i'm like no there's only two ways i want fireball and coke that's disgusting i've had people i had just not enjoy either thing i've had a 45 year old guy come in and slam like four fireball and cokes during his meal what what (laughs) what 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 are you doing the main thing I always get when I say I don't like fireballs, oh, you don't like spice? Like, no, I love spice. Oh. I just like to enjoy things. It's just fireball is bad. It's like, so I mean, bad. I'll drink it, but it's bad. <laughs> Almost as bad as two gingers. Oh, I, I've had two gingers. I was not upset with it. Maybe I had it too long ago and it's gotten better since, but I remember it just being bad just it's an, irish, bad. it's an irish whiskey right it's a minnesota irish whiskey oh so not an irish whiskey but yeah. Irish whiskey. Yeah. it was it was i mean it wasn't great if i remember correctly i'll just well, i'll try it again because it's been a while since i've had it that, that's all you it's been <laughs> i'll send you one you have to try it and i will <laughs> politely not have it <laughs> so Let's look. Well, no, actually, I'll I'll bounce off what I asked you. I have mimosas every single Christmas since I've turned 21. Mimosas, my my mom texted our texted my sister and I and literally said, "Who's bringing the champagne and who's bringing the pies?" That those were the two questions of what what were being brought. And I was like, "I got the pie." I mean, I can go get the champagne. We're probably my sister is probably not going to buy enough because. I don't wake up until like 10 or 11 on Christmas and they're already in a bottle. Like that's how it usually works. <laughs> so you just need to make sure you, you pick some up as well. Oh, there we go. Let's keep it in a separate fridge and then I'll make sure I have some. We're and then keep they- it in the fridge. We live in the Northern Midwest of the United States. Just set it outside. That's what I was. God's keep fridge. <laughs> I saw I saw a post. It was totally off topic, but I saw a post that it said 
it said you can't leave your food in your car and then the response was my my car is a fridge it's winter <laughs> and i was like damn that is spot on one of the oh, best my, parts <laughs> my family had like an attached porch in like our house when i was growing up and in the winter because it didn't have heat in there so it was the temperature of outside just maybe 10 degrees warmer Ooh. at most we used that as a refrigerator slash freezer we called it the big fridge like normally like for normal like things yeah all went like during the winter we would just use that as our fridge oh like, my god to the fridge because we always have leftovers from like Thanksgiving and Christmas. So that would be overflow. And then our neighborhood also did like an exchange. We would trade stuff, um, like different foods that people would make. And then like my mom would make cold beet borscht, which I cannot stand, but she would love. So that would be out there. Yeah, no, like the, the big fridge. So, so fucking useful. But would animals get into it at all? No, it. It had walls, cement, like it was essentially part of the house, but with a cement floor and no heat. Interesting. It, it was just, it, again. it was like an enclosed porch. Interesting. And it's cement floor? Yeah. I think eventually my dad put down carpet. On the outside room? <laughs> yes. It was like an outdoor, indoor carpet. An all season one. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. This makes sense. I mean, we put pies outside, like when we're waiting or like leftovers, but you can't leave them for too long because ours is just a deck and uh, the raccoons will come and take it. Yep. <laughs> See, we had the raccoon defense of it's enclosed <laughs> walls. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ah, uh, the craftiest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one of the most iconic holiday drinks is going to be. Our eggnog. Yeah. I'm going I think, to agree. I think that's number one on the list, whether you like it or not, which you you said you don't. I, I do not. And I've only had it like once, and I poured a lot of Southern Comfort into it because it called for Southern Comfort, and I was not reading directions at that time. And I definitely think I had a heavy hand because I was trying to get drunk. A quarter and, of a cup fine, right? And- <laughs> And it just didn't work out the way I wanted it to, I don't think. But um, that's how that works. And I haven't had it since because I was like, oh, this isn't that great. But I have to have it again. My roommate has it at home. Um, And I looked at it and I was like, oh, eggnog. And I was like, I got to try it again. I got to give it another, another shot because I don't think I did it justice being 21 and trying it at Christmas. <laughs> I... So eggnog is one of those things where I should love it. It on paper, it has like my favorite texture for a drink, like super creamy, sort of thick and milky or like creamy egginess, two things I love. But I really think the first time I tried eggnog, probably when I was a kid, because no one in my family really drank it. So when we would buy it, it would just kind of be there for a while. Oh, I'm fairly certain I tried bad eggnog to me in my head. When I think of eggnog, it's just right away. Oh, God, has it gone bad? Is it spoiled? (laughs) (laughs) There's no Quinn. There's no it's not curdled yet. So it's 
probably like, good. <laughs> I've debated just buying eggnog at the store to try it and be like, let's see if I hate it fresh. And then don't save any because I don't trust its shelf life for no good reason. <laughs> just based on experience and, and me not knowing yeah, how long like I was in the fridge. One experience from when I was like seven years old, maybe. <laughs> it was a long time ago to be basing uh, an entire taste on. And it had to be awful. <laughs> so, yeah, I think eggnog is number one. Um you don't make it with alcohol. You add alcohol. Uh, it says it says here in my notes that you can put bourbon or a dark rum in there. Um, you know, I might even venture into. I don't know brandy. what other whiskeys you'd put in. I, brandy was what I thought. I'd want something sweeter, like a rum. You know what I mean? Bourbon didn't make a lot of sense at first. <laughs> but what about gin? <laughs> God damn it, Quinn. <laughs> We, we can't really put gin in everything. Gin. Maybe it will taste like Christmas. <laughs> it's taste. You'll be just like licking the tree. <laughs> oh, this sounds so bad. Oh, gin nog, disgusting. I'm, the nog is curdling in my head. Yeah. Oh, gross, uh, gross. What would make it curdle immediately? Ah, eggnog Citrus. and lime, eggnog and lemon juice. <laughs> yeah. The cement mixer. <laughs> you know, it could be... I blame one of my best friends now. For what? Uh, th the one who gave me a cement mixer. Oh, I blame God. him for killing eggnog for me. <laughs> even though it was not related in the situation. I've just had an issue with creamy drinks since then. <laughs> so, what would you... What would, what would be your alcohol, a liquor of choice to put in eggnog? probably brandy i mean that's in my head the alcohol you use for it would be brandy um but i guess rum would be a close number two whiskey eh eh Why, maybe maybe a bailey's bailey's would probably be amazing in it yeah. <laughs> let's be just, honest it's like drinking normal eggnog at that point <laughs> just a little bit more spiked Okay, then Irish whiskey. And mixed with sweetened condensed milk and a little bit of coffee and some cocoa, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not eggnog then, Quinn, okay? God. <laughs> you're right. It's eggnog with Baileys. <laughs> your, Irish, your Irish coffee would be a, a, a fine Christmas drink as well, uh, as, as would be yes. just yes. adding Irish cream to your coffee in the morning, which you should do definitely over the holidays. <laughs> you know you yeah. need it. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, it's a just a great way to wake up. Especially the holidays in 2020. Oh. Yeah, you've oh. earned yourself some Bailey's coffee. You have earned yourself some 50-50 Bailey's coffee. <laughs> you've earned yourself some Bailey's with coffee. <laughs> Just take the bottle, pour a little, pour a splash of coffee in there, start drinking. That's your morning hey, right there. Pour yourself a glass of Bailey's and put in a shot of coffee. That's how you make it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. Okay. 32. <laughs> Eggnog number one. Quinn, what would you say would be your number two holiday drink? Uh, cider. 
And I it, didn't even in my, think in my head, the debate is always between cider people, eggnog people. And we're talking about hot apple cider. Yeah, hot with apple, not spite, like hard cider. We're talking good old fashioned cider cider. Would you make this at home? Like, I mean, I mean, uh, would you make this? Would you make the cider? Would you make the cider? Like, make a mold cider at home? Yeah, and then add liquor to it, like after. Oh yeah. One, I'm debating doing that this year. Is it pretty easy? Do you have like a quick, kind of like a quick recipe, like quick, easy way to do it? Uh, Take a piece of star anise, throw it in a crock pot, throw a cinnamon stick in a crock pot, uh throw a couple of raisins in it'll give it some body which will be helpful when it's hotter um and throw some like lemon wedges in or slices of orange um some kind of citrus it's gonna just help with the flavor and make it a little bit more lively and delicious and then pour in your like half gallon of apple cider Turn that thing on low. Once it gets warm enough, turn to warm. And that should taste pretty good. And what liquor would you put in it? Um, my favorite one that I've put in it that I didn't think was going to be good at all. You when say Kayla's all handed it to me. No, cinnamon <laughs> tequila. That's right. <laughs> you just talked about shit. God damn it. <laughs> okay. I've never seen cinnamon tequila. I never want to see it on a shelf. I hate yep. you for bringing no, I, it up. She handed me cinnamon Jose Cuervo and was like, this is the only thing we have. And I was like, I will try it. This is the only thing we have. And so I made it. I tried it. And then she pulled out all the other options. <gasps> no. She, she made like, you. It's so good, isn't it? I was like, that's delicious. Oh, Why it's... does it taste good? And she was like, I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> This is all we have. And then all of these other liquors. <laughs> the only way to get like to get me to try it, honestly, was to trick me into it. That's just true. going, I'm sorry, but it's that or just room full of screaming children. <laughs> I would have taken the bottle. I wouldn't even needed the cider. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, try that. And oh, so good. Okay. Granted, it wasn't like it was a very big room full of screen. There's not that many kids and they weren't really screaming, but beyond the point. <laughs> okay. You're number two then, because there is no way in hell I'm going to the store and buying cinnamon tequila. Uh, my number two for a cider is probably going to be whiskey or brandy. Probably going to be brandy. I think brandy is better in hot drinks than whiskey. Mm -hmm. It just naturally heats up and has a better flavor. I think because it's, made from fruit it naturally gets a little bit more aromatic it draws on that sweetness yeah i think i think that's the right choice a hot toddy calls for a brandy mm, too toddy. so definitely number one is the eggnog uh we said number two is going to be our our spike cider or hot apple cider which sounds so good we made i think my i believe we made something like that during um Halloween night and drink that uh, as like a fall drink kind of thing. 
fall yeah. into winter. What would be your number three? Oh, my, my number three drink or number three alcohol to put in the cider? <laughs> three drink. I don't, we don't need Do you want to put another one in there? It's probably rum at that point or literally yes, whatever yes, you want. If you're that yes, far down the list, it's probably rum. <laughs> and eventually we get to vodka and then somewhere much later, gin. <laughs> Somewhere around the same time as Bailey's and coconut cream. Uh, okay, our number I, three I, holiday drink. Number three holiday drink. Oh, that scotch on the rocks doesn't count, right? No, from the from the actual holiday drinks, not just what your family drinks during the holidays. Well, then it's definitely going to have to be a mimosa, which to me isn't like a specific holiday drink. That is just a, it's a holiday. This is the prerequisite drink. <laughs> is it morning on a holiday? Yes. Yes. Is it morning on a holiday and you want to drink? Yes. Is it morning on a holiday and you want to drink and you have orange juice? Yes. How much do you want to drink? <laughs> Enough, but not too much. Mimosa. I don't Answer, think a lot. You get to screwdriver. <laughs> no, you just drink a lot of mimosas. I, for one, have drank an entire bottle of champagne to myself. This I was not a good day. So done that, and it was a wonderful day. That was, I think I drank a bottle and a half. Not like the regular size bottle, Quinn. The Sam's Club size bottle. Oh yeah, it was not a. It was a normal one liter bottle. In my oh case. no, mine was mine was more than that. I drank like two liters of champagne. <laughs> Over the course of an evening, and my body was not happy. Not happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, mimosa, yes. Uh, the answer I was looking for is hot buttered rum. Ooh, I forgot all about hot buttered rum, and we discussed this beforehand. <laughs> it's so good. And for hot the longest time, I had no idea what the ingredients are. But I swear to God, the ingredients are just brown sugar, butter, water, rum. I mean, that's basically the 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 ingredients. I and mean, it is so goddamn good. The interesting thing about this, oh my God, this recipe makes a hundred servings, Quinn. The one I said earlier. We'll, we'll yeah. get to that in a second. Okay. Um, you make a batter with this. It's hot buttered rum batter. That's how you start. Uh, you can go to all recipes. Just search hot buttered rum batter. You'll be able to find it. Uh, you have to plan for this drink, so this might not be for all of you. Uh, the recipe here makes a hundred servings. Remember, so it's a pound of butter, a pound of brown sugar, a pound of confectioner's sugar, one full quart of vanilla ice cream, softened, a tablespoon of ground cinnamon and a teaspoon of ground nutmeg. So you're going to melt the butter in a large pot over medium heat, blend in both the sugars. They're going to remove it from the heat and whisk in the whole ice cream, cinnamon, nutmeg, pour it into a container and freeze it. So you have to freeze it to you to drink it. And this is just the batter. And then you come back whenever it's frozen, you put it in a coffee mug, measure, um, you know, no, sorry, excuse me. You come back later after it's frozen. And then in a coffee mug, you measure one tablespoon of hot butter, hot buttered rum batter, a one fluid ounce of rum <clears throat> or more, <clears throat> and then more. fill the <laughs> more fill the cup with boiling water, stir and sprinkle on top with nutmeg. This sounds amazing. It's really good. And I can tell you the mix we had at home 
I mean, it didn't have the ice cream in it. I swear to God, it was just the butter and the uh, uh, brown sugar. And then you would, I, I've i never actually had it with rum because I only ever had this as a kid, generally around my birthday, uh, which is February. So it's close enough to the holiday season because it's still fucking cold outside. Um, <laughs> sure. Sorry. Uh, and yeah, no, it was just like, you'd heat up a glass with some, like heat up some milk, go into the freezer, snap off a little piece of the mix, stir it until it melts and mixes in and enjoy the delicious, delicious, creamy, buttery goodness. What does it taste like? Buttery, sugar, cinnamon tasty i it's i don't it's hard to describe well being so very easy to describe as like <laughs> butter sugar rum that, that's just such a weird combo because i just think of butterbeer every time this every time we've said this i just think of butterbeer which i want to say i've tried but i can't remember now so i'm not gonna not gonna touch on that but tried butter beer i have tried butter in my coffee i know surprisingly good i've heard yeah yeah i was shocked yeah that's so bad for you (laughs) oh yeah no i tried it once and went this is delicious and i'll do this again in like five years (laughs) oh i gained a pound just from that one cup looked at it <laughs> and then so you add the rum and i'm gonna have to make this and i think uh everyone who listens to the show should make this for the holidays for your family put that batter in the freezer and pray this out whenever you need to drink a little bit this is definitely a good one for those special days when you don't care about how much weight you gain because this is literally all terrible for you so yeah, no, bad there's nothing healthy about hot buttered rum so bad um, but I think that's a good number three. Uh, now we're just kind of into the other things you can try during the holidays. Uh, mold wine, kind of like a mold cider. Mold wine is the, is a good one. Uh, I didn't know what mold wine was, but, uh, it's very interesting. You said it's a red wine, uh, probably yep. using like a, a Zinfandel or a cab, probably a cab. Cause you're going to just get the most basic you can find or a red blend. A rich red blend, I should say. It should be a a drier wine, right? I mean, yeah. I've only ever had it with a drier wine, but I could see a sweeter one working. You just can't go too sweet. And you just put it in the crock pot, right? Yeah, throw it in a crock pot. That exact recipe I gave for a good cider in the crock pot, put wine in instead. That's that's cold wine. What's the flavor? It's going to just taste like a sweet wine then. A warm, sweet, like a Christmas wine from Germany, right? It tastes like a, yeah, spiced wine. A hot, spicy wine. Okay. Um, Kind of like historically what a wine might have tasted like in ancient Rome. When wine tasted so bad that you always had to mix it with things like (laughs) star anise, clove, um, saffron at the time was dirt cheap where now it weighs more than gold per ounce um
Yeah, no, I, I've had uh, mold wine, I think, once, and it was fine. I don't remember going, I want to try this again. It was kind of like, oh, well, that was a thing. I know I've I've taken a sip of Christmas wine uh, that one of my roommates uh, now and roommate oh, in the in college uh, who went to Germany he yep. had it there and brought it back and he was just drinking it one day and I was like well what's this it was in a coffee cup it was and it looked like wine and I was like oh it's Christmas wine try it and I took a sip and I was like god damn this is good <laughs> that is not the reaction I had you didn't like it I did not. Oh, interesting. It was I went, I will have none of this enjoy. Oh, I liked it. And then my mom got a bottle of it as a present and I was like, you have to open that one. And I don't I it might still be in the closet because I don't know if she opened it, but um she said she it sounded good. So Yeah, that's a that, that's definitely something I would I think I'd like. So go out and try a German Christmas wine. It's it's a very specific type of taste that apparently Quinn doesn't like, which is not what I expected you to say. It, honestly, it would seem like it'd be right up my alley. I just didn't like it. And then uh, the last two I want to talk about before we wrap this up um, is uh, Wassail. Wassail. It's basically just apple cider in, in the crock pot again. So it's basically the same shit. It's got some got some very small differences. Um, if you'd like to find out what that is, go look it up. It's an Anglo-Saxon word. I don't know how to say it. I'm not trying it again. But the one I want to focus on is boozy hot chocolate. I think this needs to be talked about a little more. My roommate literally came out last week with a cup of hot chocolate and Quinn. He put rumpies in it, which uh, made my spine okay. crawl. I like rumplements, so I don't know why at all. I like a good mint. Oh, I would just get I would just get Dr. McGillicuddy's uh, pepper or spearmint. I think it is peppermint. Oh, spearmint? Yeah, I, I would just get Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. How so dare you say that on this show? We had growing up. <laughs> How dare you talk about that bottom shelf garbage? All I can think about is Their Phillips vodka. Is fine. Their oh. is fine. I mean. Peppermint schnapps is peppermint schnapps, this more is or less, until you get to good peppermint schnapps, and then it's a whole new world. What is good peppermint schnapps? I've had good peppermint schnapps once when a bartender friend of mine was like, no, 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 you haven't had good peppermint schnapps, try this. And it, it tasted like a mint leaf. Ooh. It was okay. pretty good. That sounds amazing. I don't know if I'd shell out money for good peppermint schnapps, but... I would not. That's why I'm buying... Phillips. <laughs> what would you put in a boozy, boozy hot chocolate? Because I think there's a, a whole array of things and uh, a peppermint, a peppermint liqueur schnapps type thing is probably one of the top options. I w I'd say that's probably your number two option because number one is going to be Bailey's and it's going to be Bailey's plus Ooh. whatever else you want to put in. That sounds really good. Damn, I didn't even consider putting Bailey's in to make it creamier. What? I didn't even consider that. It's like step one to a good hard hot cocoa. I I've very rarely had or if hot you want to make it really good and you want to make your own whipped cream, you take your cream mm. and you add in some Bailey's and then you whip it. 
and then you put more Baileys in the drink. Yes, you do. Mm. I'm on the same page. Or as they do in Massachusetts, uh, instead of putting marshmallows in the cocoa, you put fluff, uh, which is essentially like jet puff, but... Marshmallow fluff? Yeah, except less fluffy. Less fluffy? Less fluffy. It's more like... She's gonna kill me for saying this. Spackleish? That's not quite right. Spackle. <laughs> There's not it's the like, consistency of spackle. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> okay, I didn't do it just so it just it doesn't have the same like amount of air bubbles in it. So it it's a lot more pissed. Oh my god! I'm Again, dying. not selling it well. Spackleish, gross. That's disgusting. Oh my god! Could make a good house outfit. Ew. Okay. Um, this recipe calls for bourbon. Okay. Not yeah. sure that that would be an option very high for me. That's fine. Get a mild bourbon. Get a bourbon that's not super like strong. Because as soon as that alcohol heats up, you're going to get a whole lot more of it. Yeah. And that's why I like the Irish cream, because it tempers that. And it makes the hot cocoa, which should just be a chill, comforting drink. Chill. Yeah. Well being hot, exactly. Yeah, I don't know if I'm putting bourbon in this. Definitely something more festive in a cocoa. Have you? Was it good? Fine. I didn't prefer it to like Irish cream. Well, both Irish cream and bourbon it calls for. Oh, okay. I mean, that'd be fine. I'd rather an Irish whiskey. Yeah, I think there's so many better options. Honestly, give me some creme de cacao, some Bailey's. And I mean, if you want to throw another alcohol in there, sure. can put some some whiskey or some brandy in it. I'm just saying you're just well on your way to just making all alcoholic hot made of alcohol. Yes. (laughs) With cocoa. But without the cocoa, you don't even need it at that point. You've got the cream de de cacao. Cream de cacao. cacao, And that's, yeah, you're already there. You don't even need the the chocolate. You've got the (laughs) fake chocolate. So... How do you make your your hard hot cocoa? Well, I take half a cup of Bailey's, <laughs> half a cup of creme de cacao, stir, heat, marshmallows. <laughs> Done. Sorry, I think it's you're funny. an alcoholic. I'm not actually a marshmallows on my cocoa kind of guy. No? Do they melt into the cocoa? Marshmallows? Yeah. yeah they will slowly. Oh, I'd just rather put the fluff in than like you were talking. Not the spackle fluff, just the regular fluff. I would just rather some whipped cream or nothing at all. Ooh, whipped cream, yeah. I, I made uh, Kayla actually a uh, hard hot cocoa a couple weeks ago because she had a rough day at work. And I did something interesting. I So I used like an instant cocoa, but I used milk in it because I wanted it to be creamier. And so half of the drink I shook and tried to get like a foam on the top 
did it curdle no no it, it like it foamed beautifully it had kind of a natural not quite whipped cream because it was again more of a foam mm-hmm. on the top it was pretty good that sounds like something you have to make again kind of airy so it was a really silky silk like cocoa that sounds um, good yeah no i'm gonna make this on christmas Ooh, good choice good choice if i what? was thinking tonight i would have made it instead of gin yeah that's okay gin's a i couldn't even finish that sentence gin's definitely not a christmas drink oh my god <laughs> <laughs> prickly pear gin's a christmas drink right <laughs> no quite. Is bright red Please no. <laughs> All right, Quinn. I think that's good for our uh, our holiday drinks. I'm glad we uh, we did this one quick and easy. Forty five minutes. <laughs> you know, walk into this. Our goal is fifteen minutes. Walk out. Eh, Thirty minutes to spare. We're good. That's, that's exactly what happens every episode. We will be right back into our series next time with cocktails uh, from uh, cocktail master genius really good at making them i don't know what to call her um she'd be a mixologist i would say for sure mix mixologist Um, who specializes in martinis ah oh that's right yes the martinis yes specializes in martinis mixologist it's going to be a very interesting episode because i've never uh considered a martini with anything other than vodka and I would like to know about all the ones that don't have vodka. So hopefully I can just derail us the entire episode. So <laughs> looking forward to that. Quinn, any last parting words on our holiday drinks? Stay safe these holidays. Remember, you know, it's the holidays and we want to see people, but you're still a pandemic and love the people you love by not getting them sick. Yes, get tested even if even if you're not going anywhere, definitely you should know um what you are. You can have in our state, you they can send them right to your house. It's pretty 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 fancy too. But definitely, yeah, stay safe out there, guys. Social distance and all that, wear your masks. And hopefully the new year when you hear us again will be slowly inching toward um a resemblance of normal that hopefully we're looking at next fall think oh yeah i think that's uh that that's a very happy news on this front but a merry christmas a happy holidays a wonderful new year and we will talk to you again uh on the flip side of 2021 have a good one